Hey guys and welcome back to the next episode of the Music Gals podcast and today I'm here with Janina Bear. Her stage name is A apostrophe Bear, so a bear. She is a electronic producer and DJ, South African born, raised in Australia and based in London at present. Janine's shows are absolutely incredible. She utilises cosmic chilled out electronic sounds and distorted bass lines and her own warped vocals to create really interesting psychedelic beats. Janine is also trained in gong meditation and she's a yoga teacher and is regularly making meditation music which is so interesting as well. Um, She has a show once a month on Threads Radio called East Blenders. She's got an album on the way. You can find Janine's music on Bandcamp and you can also find her on Instagram at a underscore bear underscore sounds and I'll be tagging all the relevant stuff over at the Music Gals podcast on Instagram. That's at Music Gals podcast. So yeah, I really hope you enjoy the episode and a massive thank you for listening. Hi, Hi you right? Good, hey. Where are you based? I'm in London, I'm in Hackney Downs. <gasps> cool wow that must be amazing yeah i mean no it was yeah at the moment it's not now it's like a trip to the cost cutter is um you know a big deal and just nothing nothing really going on it's got parks yeah no i bet it's really strange with it being so quiet because i mean here it feels strange but i think it feels probably feels more strange in london like yeah i do miss the hustle and bustle things i think but then again, there's also something really nice about living in a city when it is this quiet because it's strange. And, yeah. uh, it must be kind of a nice break. Yeah, in a way, it's like it's really chilled. I think it'll be pretty extreme going back to um, how things were, yeah. but it's going to take obviously to get back to that. But yeah. It'll be it'll be crazy. I think hopefully we'll get a nice summer and be able to hang out outside with friends again and you know in pubs and oh we can dream. Yeah I know that (laughs) does actually sound like a dream right now. Do you want to just quickly start with how you got into music and kind of just an overview of you musically? Yeah, um, so I, I got into music. My first kind of whiff of it was going um, to raves when I was like 16, 17 in Australia. Oh. And um, I guess I, my mum was a music teacher um, and she's classically trained. So I grew up with that, always with the household, big grand piano. And um, yeah, I think her taste is pretty minimal and she's very much classically minded yeah. so you know you that really rigid kind of <laughs> yeah. um and I think that's what drove me to wanting to do something completely different and so yeah my gateway my gateway drug to music music production was definitely DJing um and yeah just learning the art of how to mix records together so I mean, to this day, I'm still very much in love with that as a craft, and I love, you know, buying records. Not that 
I can afford that many these days. But, um, you know, it's still such a joy and a treat to have them in my life. And, yeah, that definitely opened up, I think, you know, your mind to so many different genres and so many different types of um, interesting music that, you know, you wouldn't really get otherwise. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoy the like digging for vinyl that was like the way to do it now whereas digitally shopping online for vinyl just doesn't really cut it you know no i don't think it does no i think that's like most yeah. of the charm about vinyl isn't it going into the shop and i don't know it's just a really amazing thing now to walk down yeah. dusty stairway and go and yeah. dig in the corner of the shop and go and find the cool weird stuff yeah and find <laughs> something you would just because you like the artwork and then it turns out to be a hit yeah exactly yeah although like i still buy i do buy records online now just not as many um and i guess it's like yeah there's no random spontaneity in it it's like you buy it because you know the artist or you're supporting someone or you know but yeah you don't really go online and buy a random record So have you always done that kind of electronic genre so the DJing just took you straight into that? Yeah, um, so I got a pair of decks when I was uh, 20, 20 and um, yeah, great purchase and um, I was into at the time like lots of drum and bass, um, break beat, um, yeah, sort of techno, um, all sorts. And then I think just after like after doing that for many years, there just came a point where um, I had to had to explore more. Yeah. You know, I needed to expand my horizons, and I knew, yeah, I'm quite good with words, and I'm quite like, you know, interested in how things are done so the DJing just had to have a bit of a break yeah, for a while yeah. and I got production um really blindly as well like knowing nothing but I think there's a real I think that's the best way to do it actually just dive right in when you don't know what you're doing yeah 100% <laughs> yeah and, and I think if I could offer anyone advice would just be like, don't be afraid to make mistakes because that's where the good, that's where the nectar yeah. is, I think. Yeah. You, that, you know, it's all about kind of messing it up and, and that's when you find your way in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think to begin with, I wanted to make, I, I thought that's what I'd do. I got a um, laptop and I got into like Ableton. So um, taught myself Ableton. It's quite intuitive sort of software, but I actually haven't learned any other um, any other software. That's the one I've sort of stuck with. That's the one I started with, and I guess it's a good one to choose. I don't, I didn't, so basically I went in there with an idea to make dance music yeah. and techno and then I think kind of a year later I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I've got so much to offer them. Well, it's so varied your music, like some of it's really chill as well. Like it's really yeah. like just relaxing, like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> 
I'm kind of, I am a bit, I'm, a, I'm just like, I've got my hands in a lot of pies yeah. and I, I feel like my music does reflect that. It's kind of like sometimes it's, it's quite pop-like and then other times it is more like relaxation music. Yeah. So I feel like I'm still, and the next album, I'm actually working on another album that's going to be quite different to the first one as well. Yeah. So yeah, um, just really varied. Oh. So yeah, I, I jump around a bit. I think electronic music is um, is awesome, but it also because it gives you such an open slate, you you kind of can jump around a lot in what genres you uh, are trying to make. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like going on and on here, but yeah. <laughs> What's your kind of technical yeah. setup? Um, like yeah, do you just use Ableton? Is it all kind of digital, or do you use hardware and stuff? Uh, I've got I've got an MS20 synth, which is a vintage synth. It's a remake I bought, so it's the old ones are like huge, but yeah, mine's half the size. Um, and then I've got yeah Ableton, and I'm now using Ableton Push as a MIDI controller um, and a couple of pedals. So no, I I, I was um, previously using a um, machine drum drum machine but yeah I, I learned the ins and outs of that and then realized well I can kind of do everything in Ableton yeah <laughs> and I was traveling a fair bit doing gigs so I just wanted to make it a minimal as possible setup yeah so I just scrapped the drum machine and yeah just bought everything just did everything via Ableton I guess um I don't I love hardware like I love like watching hardware sets and I'm really you know fascinated by it love since I just um personally kind of like the minimal yeah ease of having a bit less you know what is kind of your live performance setup because obviously you've done DJing and stuff in the past do you perform live with your own music as well yep. yeah yep I do um, so yeah, I've done many a show um, with all my own music, and so my setup is uh, usually MS Twenty, um, a you know, the these these sorry my keyboard is MS Twenty, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> then I have yeah uh, my laptop and my MIDI controller and um, a couple of pedals, a pedal and. Um, TC Helicon for oh, vocals. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say about the vocals because, yeah, how do you find mm -hmm. using that? Because I've used that in the past and I don't know, I don't, my music is really like just normal. Um, like, it's just kind of indie pop and I've tried using one of them before and I just got so lost in all the different sounds and like, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I feel like because um, I haven't done a show for a year now, yeah. I was really loving the TC Helicon to perform with um but it's just so big and clunky yeah. and i know what you mean there's a lot in there to get lost <laughs> with yeah and so in the end i just ended up having like a setting that i just left it on and yeah. that was it so yeah i feel like when the time comes and i can play live again i'm definitely ditching the helicon <laughs> um, i'm not sure what for yet maybe chaos card um Maybe like a boss looping station i don't know i want to do something completely different yeah. so maybe get from where i was um yeah 
I'm, I'm working on another album, oh, which cool. is almost done, but, um, you know, there's a lot more to it when you put it out, and this time we're going to put it out properly. But yeah, I, I was listening to your album on Spotify, and then I was also listening to your music on SoundCloud, and it's all just, it's all just so varied, like, what kind of direction are you going in for this new album? Yeah, it's actually really quite um, melancholic and very vocal, heavy, and it's a bit sad, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I start laughing my head off. Um, but yeah, there's some good moments in there. It's probably, I kind of just want to get this one out of the way because it's quite vocal yeah. and quite poetic, I suppose. Oh. Um, that's that's gonna be really exciting then because like yeah your other stuff isn't as vocal focused yeah and i think i'm kind i'm working also on um i've been making some video art for this album so i'm really hoping to bring i really just i haven't ever done that before where yeah so i'm hoping to bring my songs to life visually um which is exciting (laughs) yeah that would be really cool especially with your music that would just be yeah amazing yeah yeah so I'm working on it like um it's taking quite a lot of my time actually just learning this this year but I'm okay with that I mean there's nothing else to really do right now (laughs) (laughs) learn something I think so are you making the video yourself then I am oh cool that's exciting wow yeah so I've started um just learning Premiere Pro and yeah um, yeah it's complicated it's quite a minefield that but yeah Yeah, I I kind of feel like I've got the hang of it now but you know there's still so much that I could yeah but it would be nice one day to be fully self-sufficient yeah making my making my own music videos that's the goal I think yeah Um, what's your kind of writing process like when you make the beats like how do you start out um, yeah. or yeah the beat stuff um, always just start with a jam I think that's the best way to do it and I feel like things when they work they happen really quickly um, and it's kind of like oh yeah I know that's good that's, yeah. good. that's that there's no question in my mind that's that so I feel like when something's comes out fast and quite fiercely then it's you're on to it now yeah <laughs> but um yeah and also just not being afraid like let go of the outcome I think um is always a good kind of mode to be in yeah when you're making something I think for years I've probably learned like the hard way but you know getting really caught up in like I'm trying to make this particular sound or I've really you know is you know you're doubting yourself all the time but it's just bullshit yeah (laughs) it's like you put yourself through so much turmoil and it's pointless you know so just yeah just I think by having a jam and just letting go of where you're trying to get to best way to do it yeah Yeah, I think it's hard because I think sometimes like yeah you just go in with like a really want an idea of what you want it to be and then I certainly do that I just get caught up and just just get really annoyed when it's not what I want it to be yeah 
so yeah I think that is the best way to do it just to kind of go with the flow and not really think yeah. too much about it yeah. and even and also like have a break like if it's not working out you can always step um you know and come back to it in a minute probably the best thing you could do you know so yeah be kind be kind to yourself you know with others often like because i've seen that you've done a few collaborations do you do it mostly on your own or do you sometimes have people featuring and stuff i love yeah i do love working um, with friends yeah. and i think you know funnily enough like living in london is a great place to live um i've met so many people who previously i was sort of a fan of their work and then we became friends um so there is like a really inspiring community yeah. here yeah, I would love to do more collaborative stuff, but at the moment I'm really in my solo video yeah. making music. <laughs> and I'll come out at the, at the other end, um, hopefully, with some psychedelic synth pop videos for you all. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so collaboratively, I work with closely with a good friend of mine, Leah uh, Mice, who is excellent human um, in every aspect in the way can't break her enough she's the coolest um we yeah we did i was part of her project in 2019 uh which was amazing she designed a um, prism bell instrument and oh. i was play it um she is currently doing a phd at um, queen mary's in audio engineering and yeah she's a She's a brainy woman and, um, yeah, I was very honoured to be able to play with her uh, on stage. And our last show we did was just epic. It was at um, Islington Town Hall um, Supporting Object, who's, like, quite a well-known um, DJ and music producer. And, yeah, it was such a huge show. It was great. Um, and, yeah, we also do a radio show every month um called east blenders and we pick a theme and then we've been doing a show remotely um and i you know it's actually been super nice to have this as an outlet at the moment yeah, that, um, yeah. to connect with people and just you know to still support so we support a lot of experimental artists and um you know a lot of lesser known all around the world we try and play their music and yeah i mean what's the music scene kind of like in london in terms of yeah. genre as well because i don't know too much about it yeah it's um there's a there's an amazing community of artists here um i do feel like really at home here um i'm australian and i've lived in london for 14 years now so long time but um yeah there's just a, a real openness um people very supportive DIY community yeah it must feel weird at the moment yeah do you find that when you go out to events like I know this sounds silly but do you like bump into people you know like do you recognize people yeah, all the time yeah pretty much but it's like because London is big but when you live in an area then you know the area probably is yeah. similar to what 
you know, you start to bump into people all the time. So yeah. yeah. Cool. And I guess when when you live in your neighbourhood then you don't really leave your neighbourhood yeah. either. You Probably especially right now. <laughs> Even before like pre corona, you know, I live in Hackney and yeah. I just stay in Hackney. Yeah, no. Quite funny. Yeah. How have you found like the change of live um events not being like happening how have you how's that kind of affected you have you just kind of kept writing and just making music yeah it was really sad actually because you won't believe it the weekend of the weekend when everything went completely pear-shaped it was the 23rd of march yeah and lucky me had my album launch on that day oh my god (laughs) yeah it was pretty Crushing and soul destroying to say the least, but you know, so I wasn't. Could you do it? Alone. Did you do the album? No. Oh, that's such a shame. It was like when the government hadn't called a lockdown, but everyone was basically like in turmoil as to what to do yeah. because, you know, the right thing to do was to not do it. Yeah. But equally, it was kind of like, oh, do I do it? Do I put the night on? Do I not put the night on? I don't know because, you know, and then in the end, we just had to can it. We just, you know, made that call. Oh, that's such a shame. It's tough. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was. But you know, I kind of that that was a year ago, which is unbelievable. Like we've all we've all felt that time was just non-existent, isn't it? Yeah, it's just gone um, so quick. I can't believe we're a year on, to be honest. At this point, I believe it. Yeah. So that was quite crushing and. But we're all in the same boat in a sense so i'm not giving up on the idea yeah. it will happen <laughs> i'm sure it'll be amazing Hopefully. when it does happen yeah, yeah i think it'll be it'll probably, i don't know i've been thinking about this moment actually like what's it like to be on stage then because yeah. before corona like yeah i was sort of almost doing gigs every weekend like one or two gigs a weekend um and yeah always very busy the next show so it was a real change of pace like and everything was turned upside down um I guess now there's the the feeling of like how will I go back to that yeah how will I adjust to that so I know what you mean completely I feel the same it's kind of it's kind of scary like it's half of me is like so excited obviously most of me is but then at the same time it is a little bit nerve-wracking um yeah just I don't know it's just weird like the thought of being on stage is kind of it's just like you get so used in the swing of things like you don't get nervous or anything and then once you've kind of had a break it's like whoa I think you have to start from scratch again almost yeah Yeah. and like rehearse and like and actually get into the practice of doing it again because yeah what do you can I ask you? Yeah, no, I'm like an indie pop fan, so it's just like I play guitar and sing, and I'm like the front person. Um, yeah, wow. so it's just kind of like chill, happy summer music kind of. Yeah, yeah. there'll be there'll be time for that hopefully. Yeah, again, so. I'm excited for being able to perform when we're able to. It should be good, but yeah, just need to practice a bit first, I think. So, have you written this album in this lockdown? Yes, yeah. basically. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's but I've, I've been a bit sidetracked with the video art <laughs> stuff it'll come back yeah i know what you mean though because it's fun to have a break and do like some random stuff that i don't know yeah. you're not normally doing it's nice to have a little bit break from the music but still have like a creative outlet yeah definitely yeah. i'm all for me 
<laughs> I, think, I think learning is like learning anything new is um really good for you i know like it's really good for your brain and yeah i think it's it's good because it's a distraction isn't it and it's like we've all kind of something from to distract us the biggest thing ever yeah yeah 100% <laughs> so many like live shoes what kind of have been your standout favorites because as well I feel like you've done so many in different countries as well from what I've seen um so yeah what have been some of your like reminiscing back to when we were allowed to go out <laughs> yeah really not well always Berlin Berlin I've had some good really good shows and some good times one was in a um converted crematorium wow um, yeah so it was, and it was like they turned it into in Germany, in Berlin, they turned it into a um, like an art gallery, and so I played in there. So it was a crematorium slash art gallery, and it was just amazing sound and amazing, um, yeah, event put together for a label called Fabrique uh, Records. They invited me to come and play. Um, so yeah, it was just such a, a great evening, um, excellent sound, just super cool people. Um, yeah, it really felt quite magical. And what was the other one? Um, probably, well, there's been some great London shows as well. Oh, my last show was super fun. That was at, um, that was, so that was in February 2020. Wow. That was a long show. So that's yeah. been, yeah, it's been over a year now um that was at corsica studios in london and um, i was supporting uh body vice which is natalie sharp's project and she's a friend and also an insanely talented human <laughs> uh, her project is yeah it's a performance art live av electronic um uh collab with her and a few others on stage, Ross Blake, Tita, Bradshaw. Um, so basically her thing was addressing pain and um, I don't know if you've seen any, anything Natalie Sharp's done, but it's always quite um, vulgar and brave and like insanely colorful. And yeah, you really don't go on a journey there. So it was such a fun gig supporting her and playing at Corsica. My show was, you know, when you just have those, you have those sets that's like everything was just, yeah, didn't didn't make one mistake. Yeah. Sound it was just how I wanted it to come off. So yeah, that was amazing. When does that ever happen? It was the last gig I played, it happened. That's so really good. And, good way to leave it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Little bit I know I was like I was expecting, you know, my album launch to happen and then, yeah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think it was going to be really exciting though when we can gig again. I think, I think more people will be going out and stuff and like probably more than before lockdown um, even was a thing, I think. I think, yeah, I think, I think so too. I reckon people will go, I, this is what I hope, I hope people are wild and I hope they're like dress up crazy. Yeah. And we've all been so starved of like any kind of interaction i really hope people go wild when they go out yeah that's what i hope who are 
are some of your kind of biggest inspirations musically? Yeah, um, so always, always I go back to um, strong, talented, um, clever women, mainly um, people like Laurie Anderson, number one. She's, um, I don't know if you know her, but she's incredible. What doesn't Laurie do? Um, she's a visual artist. She's an electronic musician. She's a poet. She's a filmmaker. Um, yeah, her work is just pretty prolific. Um, Cozy Fanny Tootie is also from like the industrial scene of the eighties, um, nineties. Um, she was in Throbbing Gristle. Um, yeah, such a fierce human and really just walk the walk and talk the talk it's not an easy thing to do to like live and breathe your art but cozy somehow does this magically so yeah she's she's up there um and i really i don't know a band that i really 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 found just like heavenly and um someone like this band sort of changed everything was um broadcast don't know if you know this british band i don't think i do no um trish keenan was the lead singer and mm -hmm. yeah we're on warp records so a real kind of um warp vibe and yeah that was just such a heavy influence i think i still put broadcast on like you know probably weekly <laughs> just you know you have your faves yeah. that you go back to yeah, broadcast is definitely on there. DJ wise and dance music wise, I really like um, this other artist called Hieroglyphic Being. Okay. He is um, he's such a free spirit, and he I, I swear the guy makes like an album a week. He's like a million, you know. Um, yeah, and it's all, it's all kind of similar, but also all really unique. It's kind of yeah, like Afrofuturism. Sunra influences. That's another fan. Sunra is amazing. Um, yeah, so many, so many. I like. I don't know. As you can probably tell, my music's a bit all over the place. But so is my musical taste. But. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I noticed that you did some kind of like you're a yoga teacher, right? Yes. Yeah, and you do like kind of some mindfulness stuff. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I've seen like you've done some yeah. kind of meditation music and stuff as well. Yeah, um, that's something I'd like to also make more of. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've just found like having yoga in my life really has given me, I don't know, just um, a deeper sense of what it is to be alive. I think being a human is a really weird experience you know when you start to like think about life existentially uh it's really bizarre to be in a body and to be in a brain and what i love about yoga is that it connects this experience through breathing and you know it's it varies from person to person what is yoga but because that's a really hard question to answer <laughs> i studied um in 2018 and 2019 i got a diploma in um uh, at the yoga campus at the life center and also in that time i was doing um uh, 
course with sound, the sound healing course at the London College of Sound Healing. And I trained with an incredibly amazing woman called Sheila Whitaker. And she's in, um, she used to play um, in orchestras professionally and then she retired and got into um, sound and sound healing and sound as like a therapeutic tool to heal. And yeah, just a mind blowing course. Um, I have two gongs and cool. um, an array of like different instruments. So yeah, I'm not I, I I'm not pigeonholed just to electronic music or you know sound is definitely a, you know it's a way of life. I think once you once you flip the switch, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, I don't know, I've just found so much peace having these little things in my life on a day-to-day basis. Like, you don't have to commit to an hour's class for yoga. You just do a little bit each day and I feel like this, it all kind of feeds into my music and to, you know, my lifestyle and, yeah, all of it, all of it is, is um, you know, working together somehow, yeah. Album launch? Will it be for your new album? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am hoping that. I actually emailed the venue today. Funnily enough, I was like, "Hi, um, are you?" You know, I know that times are strange, but that's my plan. I will just carry on as carry on as we, oh, as we meant to. What's the saying? Carry on as we yeah. <laughs> pick up where we left off. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I'm hoping. I want to. I want to. Possibly, I'll have to have a double album launch. <laughs> yeah. So we might have to do like two in one. Um, the the plan is actually so. Going back to um, the songs and the sound, I want to for the for the album. My next idea, I really want to actually uh, record. I want to buy a synthesizer and record. Um, the sound of my house plants. So, yeah, so that's the plan. That's so um, interesting. Wow. So, what the sounds of them moving? So, basically, you can get a synthesizer that connects to the leaves of the plants and then it picks up the frequency of the plants and converts it into MIDI. Oh. And then you can, you can set like a synth to that MIDI data and um, 8%. But what's interesting about it is that all the different plants will pick up a different signal and sound, you know, all have a different sound. Um, and then they also change sound um, according to like what's around them. So the stimulus of what's, you know, in their environment. Yeah. So what I want to do is play my gongs to the plants. Wow, that's actually mental that that's a thing. I'm genuinely so shocked. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's there's a, there's a quite a bit out there on it. So, you know, I can send you on a YouTube rabbit hole yeah. after this if oh you like. Oh yeah, send it. I'm genuinely just, wow, that's so interesting. So this is for the album? This is what I'd like to do, yeah. Oh, this second album is 
dumb but this is like the next project I'm thinking of. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much Janine it's been so nice to talk to you I'm gonna go I'm check out your new music as well and like yeah I'm really excited to see what you do next and stuff and I really appreciate you sitting down and talking to me um yeah it's been really fun yeah it's been awesome really nice to someone and yeah um, did you want to like kind of send people to where they can find your yes, music and... uh, on Bandcamp so all my music's available www.a-bear.bandcamp.com yeah okay yeah that's it yeah <laughs> or you can find me on SoundCloud as well okay yeah. yeah and you've got a couple re- regular kind of shows that you do um yeah, and also, yeah, on East Blenders, once a month on Threads Radio, uh, it's the second Tuesday of every month. Cool. So, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been so nice to chat to you. Yeah. Uh, lovely to meet you. All the best. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Music Gals podcast. Go check out Janine at a underscore bear underscore sounds on Instagram and go follow at Music Gals podcast on Instagram to see everything related to everything we're up to. Thanks again and enjoy the rest of your day.